Welcome to Nach Daily. Today we're learning E of Parak 5. We're continuing the second half of Eliphaz's first response to Eve's denial of God's exacting hashkacha pratis for all people on earth. After Eliphaz finished describing to Eve the answer he received through Nevoah, Eliphaz explains Eve shouldn't be surprised God used himself, Eliphaz, as a messenger to deliver Hashem's message of divine providence. Since Eve denied divine providence, it's only fitting God would choose Eliphaz over Eve to receive the prophecy. Eliphaz explains not to envy people who deny Hashem is active in this world. We're constantly being guided with Hashem's loving kindness. God's not separate from this world. The Kabbalah Svarah call this Hashem is male kol amim v'soyvev kol amim. Hashem fills and surrounds all the worlds. Meaning, not only does God see the world from a distance, Kavayachal, but God's divine light fills all the worlds. Nothing could exist without a spark of divinity contained within it. Keep in mind, Eve believed in God but denied Hashem's involvement in this world. Eve believed life was predetermined. Eliphaz counters man's success is dependent on hard work and toil, which the verse 7 famously says, Ki adam yulad, reshef yagiu of. For man is born to toil, unlike fiery angels who ascend in flight. In other words, life is not predetermined. We have the ability to work hard to better our state in life. Rashi relates, as humans, it's impossible not to mess up and sin. Therefore, we're meant to work hard to overcome our challenges, in contrast to fiery angels who have no desire for hate. In other words, Eliphaz was saying, we're human. It's only natural we mess up and do things we're not supposed to. Hashem wanted it that way. We need to embrace our humanity by understanding we're supposed to fall and miss the target. In fact, the words hate actually comes from the word machtia, like an archer who misses the target is called machtia. We all miss the target and point of life at times, which leads us to do a virus. The Torah wasn't given to angels. If God wanted us to be perfect, he would have created us angels. Hashem has angels. He wants us humans with all our shortcomings to serve him, to work hard no matter where we find ourselves in life. Adam le'amal yulad. After Eliphaz maintained man has complete free choice, Eliphaz now goes on to address a more subtle point. If man has free choice, why doesn't things always work out the way you planned? If you observe the world at a quick glance, it would be obvious people often try their hardest to bring about certain results and their act with their actions, but it doesn't work out. Eve maintained this was because of the Mazalos astrological forces. The Mabum explains Eliphaz asserts at times when it seems a higher power or force is driving a person's actions and it appears you don't have free choice, it's not true. God is the one who can override a person's free choice when he sees fit. In those cases when human choice is nullified and human actions seem to be compelled by external force, this must be attributed to God. In verse 9, it says, Hashem is Oseg Dulos Ve'en Cheker Niflos Adein Mispar. God performs great unfathomable deeds and infinite wonders. In other words, Eliphaz tells Eiv, God is big. Eiv, you think you can understand God's ways? Gdulos Ve'en Cheker. There's infinite depths to God's ways. There's no way to fully wrap your mind around it. What do we really understand anyways? Eliphaz proceeds to give two proofs for Hashem's Hashkacha Pratis. I'm going to explain these proofs based on the 
album. One, in certain places in the world, like Africa and Egypt, when it rains, the water vapor doesn't just rise back up in the sky. The water actually accumulates underground and flows to a river to provide drinking water for people to live. The album cites the Nile as such a river, meaning it doesn't make sense why usually water evaporates upwards back into the atmosphere, but in certain places, God makes the water accumulate into a river to provide life for people living in those areas. This shows how God is guiding and involved in the world for the betterment of mankind. The second proof of Ashkacha Pratis based on the Mabam's explanation of the Psukim is, we find examples when Hashem deterred people's direct plans for harm. For example, in Shmuel Beis chapter 17, Achitofel gave the best advice to Avshalom. But Hashem behind the scenes made Avshalom not take Achitofel's advice, which would have ultimately led to David's death. Just to add over here, this is a very deep proof because we see how not only does God control the external events, but God rules inside people's minds, sending them new thoughts, insights, and realizations to guide them through life. Included in Ashkacha Pratis is our thoughts and feelings, which are all divine in nature. As we ask God to guide us through our mind three times a day when we say, We ask God to send us insight to guide us through life. Alifaz's counterposition to Eve ends with Alifaz continuing to maintain the suffering that divine providence inflicts upon a person is for the good and lists seven benefits of a person who has a muna will receive. Stay tuned to the next episode of Nach Daily. If you think Alifaz won the argument and Eve has nothing to respond, you'll find out what happens in the next parak. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.